Welcome to Not Another Teen Drama, a podcast where we analyze the evolution of teen shows from the 90s until today. We're your hosts, Amy and Gina, and we're on a quest to watch the pilot episode of every teen drama. Today, we made it to the year 2006, and we will be discussing the pilot episode of Kyle XY. Kyle XY premiered on June 26, 2006, and it ran for three seasons. The series follows Kyle, a teenage boy who awakens naked in a forest with no more knowledge or abilities than a newborn, as he tries to solve the puzzle of who he is and why he has no memory before that day. Yeah, this was really interesting. I didn't realize he would be, like, completely blank. Like, he didn't know anything. He's, he's like a baby. Yeah, same. I thought... It was going to be more similar to Roswell or Smallville, like an alien that is different from humans, but is acclimated to like human culture, kind of. But obviously, I mean, I knew the like belly button thing. That's pretty much all I knew. So I thought, oh, they're just trying to figure out why it is have a belly button. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was not expecting this to be how it goes yeah Yeah, have you ever you've never seen um kyle xy before no i just remember all of the previews i don't i should look up like the abc family lineup at this time because i distinctly remember all of the previews where it's like It's like, you know, there's like that promo photo of like him, like with his shirt raised and it's like, there's no belly button. That was like the promo, like poster. And I distinctly remember that. And then all of the previews that were like, Kylex, why? He has no belly button. What is he? Like, (laughs) and I was like, ooh, I should watch this. But then I don't know why I never did because I was very intrigued by the premise. Yeah, same. Yeah, I remember watching all the previews and knowing he didn't have a belly button, but I n- I've never seen it. But I remember wanting to watch it. Maybe we were, we were a bit too young at the time. Yeah, 2006. Yeah, we would have still been in elementary school. So maybe I didn't see the promos in 2006, but I saw like the later promos when we got to middle school. Yeah, but I remember seeing like, like it everywhere. Like the DVD sets and like, I don't know, posters. I guess, I guess it must have been popular. I'm not sure. But I did see that it did get ABC Family's highest ratings from June 2006 to July 2008. So it was really popular when it was on. Okay. And then can you guess what show like started airing in 2008 that overtook the ratings? Is it Secret Life of the American Teenager? Yes. <laughs> Good guess. Which I also remember seeing the promos for that show, which obviously we'll get to, but I distinctly remember those promos as well, which I didn't watch that at the time. Obviously, that would I would have been... Well, I guess I would have been middle school, so I could have watched it probably, but um, I remember those promos as well. I remember that being like a very like anticipated show. Like, that was coming. So it makes sense that those ratings kind of overtook the Calyx Y ratings. Yeah. Yeah. That's another show I didn't watch but knew a lot about. <laughs> Just from the promos. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I did watch that show eventually, but it is a trip we'll get to in a couple, <laughs> a couple episodes. Um, I also read that there were two Kyle XY novels that were published in 2007 and 2008 that, I don't know, somebody wrote. And then uh, there was also an online alternate reality game that ran during the first season of the show where people could play and try to figure out who Kyle was. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they, like, tried to, like you know, go different directions with this, with the, like, kind of, like, the novels and the, like, video game, Mm -hmm. which I don't think they did for other shows. Like, I don't think there was a Secret Life video game anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, was it through your your web browser? Did you play it online? I think so. I think so. It was, like, a website. 
Yeah, I feel like in like the later 2000s, those things were very popular. Like they were like, oh, go on this website and like there's mm-hmm. like secrets or find out more information or call this number and and you'll get like some voice recording from some celebrity or something. Oh yeah. I feel like like Hannah Montana did that, I feel, and like other Disney shows. Those are the ones I remember like going online and be like Disneychannel.com and like going to all those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't do those as much as anymore, I think. They have probably have like apps or like they'll just be like, oh, go to Hannah Montana's Instagram page or, you know, whatever shows yeah. popular now. Yeah. Which is like that's like a a nostalgia for like early or like late two thousands websites and like the dot com boom. <laughs> yeah. When we were still learning how to use the internet. Oh my gosh, what a time. Wow. <laughs> and now we're just in a dumpster fire. All right. Well, shall we get into the character breakdown? We have Kyle, played by Matt Dallas. He is uh, a naked boy found in a forest. Only in the first episode, hopefully. As the description, yeah, only in the first episode. But, like, when I, I mean, I knew who, like, I knew what Kyle looked like from, like, all the promos. But, like, when it was still very jarring for me to see him wake up in a forest, and I was like, that is a grown-ass man. (laughs) Like, because obviously I'm sure it's, like, someone in their 20s. I don't know how old the actor was. But I was like, oh, this is interesting. (laughs) But, yeah, he's a mystery, and they're trying to figure out what he is because no human can have not have a belly button. So... Yeah. And then we have Nicole Traeger, who is a played by Marguerite McIntyre, and she is a psychologist. They don't actually state it, right? I think they do say that she's a psycho- psychologist or psychiatrist. I'm not sure. Okay. But... A mental health professional, um, and she deals with, it seems like, like, children like a children's psychologist like youth cases um and so she gets called in for kyle's case um and then we have steven traeger nicole's husband he is played by bruce thomas and he's like a computer guy yeah (laughs) yeah oh and also fun fact that actor was in legally blonde (laughs) and he played the um ups guy I was like, he looks so familiar. Where do I know him from? And then I, like, looked it up. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize that. (laughs) That's amazing. Then we have Lori Traeger, uh, played by April Mattson. And she is Nicole and Steven's daughter. She's probably, like, 16, 17 um, and kind of a rebel. She has, like, a boy she's interested in. She's sneaking out. You know, she's at that age. Um, then we have Josh Traeger, played by Jean-Luc Bilodeau. I don't know how to say his name. Uh, and he's the younger brother. He's probably, like, 14. Um, and he's, like, I don't know, just kind of like a, a teenage boy. Yeah. He likes Playboy magazines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a bit, yeah, immature. I don't, yeah, he's pro- probably, like, a freshman, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I would, I would guess that. And Jean-Luc is, like, in Baby Daddy, which I watch on ABC Family as well. Yes, I watched that also. It was funny to see him as a kid. I know, yeah. I, like, didn't realize he was in this. I really like Baby Daddy. And I feel like his acting got better in Baby Daddy. And by better, I don't mean good, but I mean better than this. (laughs) I mean, yeah, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully he didn't get worse. That'd be sad. Yeah. I mean, I think he was, like, when watching Baby Daddy, I liked him in that. And it's an ABC family show, so I'm not expecting, like, top-tier acting. But this, it was a little rough, I felt. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't look it up, but it's probably one of his first roles, I would assume. That's true. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Declan Mc, McDonough, played by Chris Olivero. Um, and he's, like, the love interest for um, Lori. He's just, like, another teenage boy. Um that is not very nice. And then there's Amanda Bloom 
played by Kirsten Prout. We see her for approximately five seconds, and she's next lives next door. Okay, let's get into the plot. Kyle wakes up in a naked in a forest, and he does not know where he is. A rattlesnake tries to attack him, but he catches it by the throat, and it slithers away. He finds a couple having sex in a tent, and he thinks it's a beast with two voices. When he wanders into town and gets arrested f- for being naked and is sent to juvie. Yeah, like I said before, this was like very jarring because I was not expecting this was how it was going to start. Um, but yeah, we soon figure out that when we get like an inner, like we hear Kyle's thoughts throughout the show. Yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't understand pretty much anything um he like has like like motor skills like he can walk and move around but as far as like he, he's pretty non-verbal at the beginning and we we only hear his thoughts and he doesn't really understand he like he says that the couple in the tent he thinks is a, a beast with two voices so he has like a, a comprehension of what things are but not enough to like, obviously, if me or you were walking through the forest, you'd be like, oh, that's, like, a couple in a tent. But he's never experienced that before. So from his knowledge, I guess he knows what a beast is. Um, but he's very, like, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. He does not understand, like, that in uh, where we're, they're in Seattle. In Seattle, it is customary to wear clothing in public. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And he... He's, like, covered in some kind of slime, like a clear slime when he wakes up. So it kind of seems like he just hatched out of an egg or something and just appeared in the the forest. But he has very, like, strong motor skills because he's able to catch the rattlesnake as it's trying to, like, bite him. And he just catches it by the throat. So he's somewhat, like... He, yeah, he has better reflexes than, than a normal human. Yeah, he doesn't understand a lot of social cues and things like that. But he is on another plane in, like, you know, reaction time. And, like, like he understands... Well, we don't see it yet, but he understands, like, numbers more than, like, an average human would. Uh, in, I don't know, or at least me. But, which I guess I am an average human. But, uh, yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. I also thought the actor's voice, which is probably, like, a choice of the way he's talking because of the character. But I was like, oh, that wasn't, like, I don't know. I guess I, I also guess don't know what the actor really sounds like. But I wasn't expecting that the way he talked is how he would have talked in the show. But, I don't know. Yeah, he's not very animated. It's pretty monotone and consistent, you know? Yeah, which is probably, like, an acting choice because yeah. he's kind of, a little, like, Kyle's a little bit robotic because he's, like, basically just taking in everything he sees and learning from that. So it kind of makes sense for him to not be animated in his speech, so. Yeah, yeah. And it's not clear... Like, what he is, right? Like, is he a human? Is he an alien? Is he a robot? I'm not sure. I just always assumed he was an alien just from, like, what I'd seen previously in the promos. So going into this, I was like, oh, he's an alien. Hmm. But obviously we don't find out what he is in this episode. And I don't know if alien is correct either, but that was, I don't know. I don't know. It's like how, like, Stitch was, like, dropped onto earth into hawaii like some other planet just like dropped kyle into the the forest of seattle for an unknown reason i don't know Mm. that's kind of what i thought but yeah it's a mystery who knows Lori's mom nicole yells at Lori to wake up and Lori realizes declan slept in her bed last night he sneaks out before nicole can see Lori gets a call from lou who works the juvenile center he tells her there's a special patient there for her yeah, so Lori's boyfriend or fling, like Declan, is just like sleeping in her bed. So we can 
know from the start that she's a little bit of a rebel. Yeah, and she barely sneaks away. He's like, her mom's yelling at her. They wake up. She's like, oh, shit. Declan's in my bed. Get out of here. He, my mom can't see you. And then as Lori's, like, about to open her door, or as Nicole's about to open Lori's door, she gets a call from the juvenile center um, to come see this new patient. Yeah. And it was also interesting, like, I kept thinking that the mom's name was Lori, <laughs> because I I don't usually associate, like, Lori with a teenager. Usually yeah, I'm like, and, oh, it's a mom's name. <laughs> yeah, Lori's definitely a mom's name, and Nicole's definitely, like, our, I feel like more of our generation. I feel like I know a lot of people, us and a little bit older, are, like, named Nicole, so I also was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe the 90s or 80s? I don't know when she was born. Maybe that was a popular time for Lori. I don't know. It is interesting to think about, like, who decides on the names for characters of TV shows. I feel like that'd be kind of fun. Like, you write the character, you have to be like, what, what is, what, what's the vibe of this person? Like, what is their name? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Kyle. I don't know. Interesting. Alien lake name. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> at the juvenile center, Kyle feels alone. He stares at another kid and the kid wants to fight him. Lou stops him, telling him that Kyle does not understand that he is staring. In the courtyard, the kid gets in a fight with Kyle, punching him in the face and causing Kyle to wet himself. I, I thought this was interesting because obviously Kyle doesn't understand social norms, so the other kid there is like, oh, he's staring at me, he wants to fight. Lou tries to stop it, but obviously that doesn't work. But I also, I was thought it was interesting that, like, Kyle fully knows how to walk. Like, in the forest, he just gets up and starts walking, but he doesn't understand, like, bodily functions. Like, he doesn't understand that, like, he should go to the bathroom when he, like, gets that feeling uh so i was like oh that's interesting yeah i guess i guess that is something that you're not born with right like that's why babies have to wear diapers and things like that because they don't know how to control their you know their bodily functions um right but he yeah he also doesn't know how to eat or he doesn't know that the food he's given is something to be eaten because he like looks at the other kid and realizes, Oh, he's eating it. I should eat it also. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I guess like, I guess it just wouldn't work if he was just like laying in the forest and didn't know how to get up because obviously babies aren't born knowing how to walk. So I guess they just had to like, they were like, what's the bare minimum skill level we can give him. And that is walking because he's not, he doesn't talk. He doesn't. Yeah. Do anything else. So walking is his minimum. Yeah, I guess or just his maximum, his, I guess. Yeah, just his body. He he can control his body by like holding things and like yeah. he has muscles, but yeah, he doesn't know what to do other than that. And he's yeah, a good memory and that. So like it's not like he's on that stage of what is it when you're a baby and like you play peekaboo and you don't like understand that they didn't actually disappear. A spatial spatial awareness or whatever. Uh I forgot what it's called, but yeah. Yeah, so he has, like, an adult or a teenager brain, but he just doesn't know anything. Right. He has, he's capable of learning things, I guess. It's like he was dropped as a baby on the beach that makes you old and then removed from the beach that makes you old and he became a teenager. <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting analogy. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen I haven't seen that movie, but I imagine that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Nicole arrives at the juvenile center and Lou tells her the kid is a John Doe so they decide to call him Kyle Kyle draws a realistic photo of the couple he saw in the forest using crayons Lou tells Nicole that Kyle has no family he can't communicate and he has no belly button Nicole brings Kyle home and Lori and Josh are not supportive but her husband Steven backs her up of course yeah and this is similar to what we were talking about earlier Lou was like, oh, this boy reminds me of my brother, Kyle. 
And then Nicole's just like, okay, let's call him Kyle. And it was because, like, like, because I think Nicole asked, like, oh, is anyone looking for him? Like, is he missing? Like, what's going on? And Lou is like, no, no, like, he's just a John Doe. And Nicole's like, well, he's very handsome. Why is no one looking for him? Like, as if, like, because he's attractive, more people would look for him. (laughs) And then Lou's like, oh, he's attractive. My brother's also attractive. Let's call him Kyle. It was, like, a very odd exchange. Yeah. Yeah, I was like. Yeah, he's like, she was like, oh, he doesn't look like a kid who would be, like, right. would, like be called like, John Doe. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, like, what does a kid le- named John Doe look like? What is going on? I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, the most interesting thing about him is that he has no belly button, so. Yeah, and Lou just goes up to him and, like, yanks up his shirt, and I was like, sir, personal space. Like, ask him if he wants to show his non-belly button. Thank you. Oh. Uh, but yeah, he's really good at drawing. He uses a crayon. Like, he uses a crayon in a way that I've never seen anyone use a crayon before. He, like, stabs the paper with the crayon instead of, like, using it as, like, a pencil. Um, yeah. Breezy doesn't know how to use crayons, obviously. That's why. But he knows. He figures out that they make color on the page. So he is able to draw what he's seen. So... And he says, like, in his inner monologue, he's like, I wanted to show Nicole what I had seen today, basically. Um, so he did. And it was very good. It was, like, looks like a photo. Yeah. It was also interesting because the pic- the picture he drew was, like, a still image of what he saw. It wasn't, mm-hmm. like, like two people, like, standing or something. It was, like, like their their exact faces and expressions and how they were sitting. Right. So he's like a, 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 a photographic memory. Yeah. And when Nicole brings him home, her kids are like really mean about it. Like they say so many offensive things about him being like possibly like disabled because they, right? Because they basically like Nicole is called in for like kids that may have learning disabilities or mental disabilities or whatever. And so she brings him home. And then they're all like, Oh, is he one of those like list any number of ableist terms? And they refer to him as that. And I was like, I guess people were saying this in 2005 or 2006, but I was like, Oh, we definitely don't say that anymore. This, this part is kind of similar to um, the OC where you know, like Ryan is taken into to like some family, and they're all like, "Why is this kid here?" Right. And like, they're suspicious of him. Yeah. Yeah, that is similar, I guess. But yeah, I was like, I felt sad for Kyle. I was like, they're being so mean for no reason. You know. At Nicole's home, Kyle is very confused by the pictures on the wall. Nicole asks Lori to watch Kyle but she leaves when Duckling calls her. Kyle wanders outside because he hears a piano at the neighbor's house. He walks in and sees Amanda playing the piano. Amanda sees him, so he runs away. I thought this was also interesting because he looks at the photos on the wall and he thinks, oh, humans grow smaller, so obviously people used to be big and then they get smaller and they live in these photo frames. Yeah. Which I guess is a, like, I mean, if you don't understand how anything works, I guess that is a logical conclusion. Yeah. I think it's because he is big. So he thinks, oh, I was born big and I'll get smaller over time. Oh, you're and right. Then, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, wait, was I never small? Like, what happened? That's a devastating reala- re- oh my God, revelation when. Like, when he's like, oh, why don't I remember when I was small and how I got bigger? I was like, oh, no. Maybe he's so sad. Maybe he's um, Benjamin Button or something. I don't know. <laughs> True. I've also never seen that movie, but oh. yes. That's the, that's the opposite of old, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, like, born as an old man. But he's, like, a baby. He's a baby old man. I don't know. What would, what would happen if Benjamin Button went to the beach that makes you old? <laughs> now that's a thinker right there. 
aged normally. <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah. He just like reverts to a normal human. So he has to live on the beach that makes you old. Oh, sad. <laughs> oh, man. Someone should do that crossover. I'd watch that. Yeah. And Kyle just like wanders into the neighbor's house. I mean, they didn't lock their door. So, yeah, their door is fully unlocked. Like, excuse me, that is on you. Yeah, and he's like, this is the most beautiful sound I've ever heard. The piano. And then he's just like frightened away. Yeah, he gets really he gets really scared when because I think he like can read facial expressions, like you're he's learning to at least. So when Amanda like is like shocked he's like oh no that's bad and like runs away mm. it's like oh no because like he's really like like a child but it's like because he's a child in like a teenage body like everyone he's like a threat to people you know yeah so yeah. it's like oh Kyle is scared, so he hides in the bathtub. Josh walks into the bathroom with a Playboy magazine. He notices Kyle in the bathtub and runs out, dropping his magazine in front of his mom. Nicole gets mad at Lori for letting Kyle go outside and tells Josh that Kyle will bunk with him for a few days. Their neighbor comes over to complain about Kyle breaking into their house. Amanda and Kyle make eye contact, and then Amanda and her mom leave. Oh. Oh, this is so sad. He he just like goes into the bathtub and hides. I feel like like people do that, or they do that in in TV shows. They'll like hide it, in the bathtub. I mean, I know you should hide in the bathtub of tornadoes coming. That's like real. Oh, really? Yeah. If you don't oh. have a basement, you're supposed to go in the bathtub. Why? I don't know. I've never lived in tornado <laughs> country. I just had a I had a teacher that like used to live in like Oklahoma or something. I don't know. And she told us a story about like when a tornado came by, she like hid in the bathtub. Um, so that's why I know that. But yeah, I think people do like people like to cry in their bathtub. It's a good time, you know. Yeah. Maybe it's like an an enclosed space, so yeah. it's kind of is comforting. I feel like it'd be like cold though. I think you need to get like a blanket and the bathtub. <laughs> and it's like probably would hurt your back or something. I don't know. It's very hard. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Josh's whole character development is like a teenage boy that likes Playboy and then like <laughs> gets the Playboy taken away. Like. I don't know. He's like, he's like, comes home from school and he's like, all right, gotta go to the bathroom, my daily ritual. And then he's like, screams. He's like, no, what is, what, who's in the bathroom? What's going on? And then he like, comically like, throws his Playboy while he's running out and it lands right in front of his mom, like on the stairs. And it's like, well, uh, you know. Also, my question for this was, like, did people... Like, were Playboy magazines, like, relevant in 2006? I guess internet porn hadn't quite, like, taken off yet? Still kind of hard to access the internet, right? It took a long time. Yeah, I and, like, so. Like, usually you wouldn't have a personal computer either. Like, you would have oh, to use the family true. computer, so... That's true. He probably wouldn't have a smartphone. He wouldn't have, I mean smartphones didn't exist right and then he wouldn't have like his own computer so yeah that makes sense never mind that was a dumb question <laughs> thought it was it was kind of weird that um nicole uses it to get kyle to stay with josh like she's she's like oh kyle has to stay with you josh and he's like no and she's like look at this magazine <laughs> like like she's like you're you won't get in trouble if you let Kyle stay with you or something? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that... But she still takes the magazine. True. But I guess she's like, I'm taking it away, but I won't, like, punish you further. Mm, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, and then, like, Amanda and her mom come over, and Amanda's mom was like, this... This man broke into our house! And it's like, um... No, you left the door unlocked. Even Amanda tries to say that. Amanda's like, no, he didn't break in. Yeah. But the mom is like, no. And then, like, there's this really deep eye contact between Kyle and Amanda. And I was like, interesting. What is this? Yeah, it's like love at first sight or something for Kyle. And yeah, Amanda seems so. like she likes him also. Like, 
He's she's very it. intrigued by him. I mean, mm-hmm. he's very classically like handsome, right? Like he has yeah. dark hair, like like blue eyes, you know, like has a, a symmetrical face. So you know, they're probably like, oh, who's this? Who's this guy? They like comment on his like looks a lot. I feel in the show. Yeah, I know it's kind of sad. Like, what if he wasn't good looking? <laughs> Would they not like take him in? Yes, that's exactly yeah. the implication, I think, which is, like, very sad. Because, like, if, like, it's, like, in the beginning when she's, like, he doesn't look like a boy that would be lost. Like, what if he did look like a boy that would be lost? Would she be, like, well, he looks like he should be lost, so I'm not going to help. Like, what? Like, no. It's so odd. I mean, like, the whole reason they had to pick, like, a really attractive actor to play him is because it's for the, to sell the TV show, right? Obviously. Yeah. Like, but it is odd that they made it, like, a focal point of, like, him as, like, a character? I don't know. It is interesting. Yeah, they keep talking about it. Maybe it'll be... Maybe it'll, it'll be, like, a plot point later on or something. Mm, maybe. Like all aliens are good-looking or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, like it becomes relevant. That's, yeah, that could be it. That's true. At dinner, Kyle is thirsty but does not know how to communicate, so he uses phrases he heard at the juvenile center. They ask him to speak again, and he repeats what Laurie said to her phone, to her friend on the phone. Nicole tells Stevens that she doesn't want to send him back to the juvenile facility, and social services promise to find him a new place by Monday. This was interesting. It was definitely a choice, the way they had Kyle speak for the first time. Because I do think it makes sense that he's repeating things he heard. Like, that's logical. Except they make him repeat things said by a black character in a very, like, obvious black scent. Which was very, like, unnecessary, I felt. And I know the character doesn't understand that, but the way the writers did it, I was like, why? Yeah, I'm not sure if it was for comedy or or I don't know if it was supposed to be funny or just like jarring, like hearing him say that. Yeah, because it was. I mean, it was definitely supposed to be like, okay, like Kyle, this isn't what Kyle is saying. He's repeating something he heard. But I think it was probably played for laughs like like and like I think it's both like comedy and like shock value. But it was kind of, like, like, uh, it was, like, icky to, like, see. I was, like, oh, like, uh, like, we could have just had him repeat, like, something funny. Like, that. that's just, like, co- like just comedy, not, fun. like, quote, funny because a black person said it. And they said it, like, how, you know, like, how the character said it before. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't it's, like it. Yeah, it's interesting which phrases they asked him or like they have him repeat. Because then he repeats what Lori said about like some guy feeling her up. Right. Or something. So like like those are the phrases he he like repeats. He doesn't just repeat like hello or you know. The next morning, a guy in a truck is parked outside the house, but when Kyle sees him, he drives away. Kyle finished an hour-long test in five minutes, and he got all of the answers correct. Kyle gets an MRI, and it shows that Kyle is using most of his brain at once rather than only 7% like an average human. At home, Kyle sees Lori sneaking out to a party and follows her. Oh, I guess there's a bit of a mystery. There's a random guy outside their house, and he's looking at Kyle. Or it's like it seems like he's like looking for Kyle. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he's like looking for him or like monitoring him in some mm. way. You know, I was like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, but that's definitely the I assume the mystery of season one, and like at the end of season one, we find out what this is all about. Yeah, so at least one person knows who Kyle is, probably. Yes. Of course, there's okay. a, the trope that Kyle is super smart. <laughs> he uses all of his brain like at one right. time. Yeah, I read that apparently he uses 97% of his brain. Oh. And then the guy at the 
uh, like, they're getting the MRI. I don't know why, but, it, like, Nicole brings them to get an MRI, and, like, Josh is, like, with them, probably because, like, Josh literally had no other place, like, he has no other scenes, so they're like, let's include him here, I guess. Uh, but the MRI tech is like, whoa, the machine's malfunctioning. And then Josh is like, what if it's not, though? And they're like, well, that would mean he's using 97% of his brain. And he's like, well, what does that mean? He's like, well, he could have seizures or strokes or tumors. Like, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, why are you telling a child this about another patient? That is definitely oh. not, not HIPAA compliant. Excuse you. Like, Yeah, it was weird that Josh was just standing there. Like, he was, like, watching the scans come out. And so was like, right. It's, like, because it makes sense. Like, I mean, sure, if Nicole has to bring Josh around, like, whatever. But it's, like, if they're telling Nicole the, like, medical results, that makes sense. Because she's his, like, doctor. Like, his psychiatrist. But I don't know. And it's, like, we don't really know. We Because we she does make a... Nicole makes a comment previously where she thinks he might be autistic. But his mannerisms and things don't... Really, the way he's acting doesn't necessarily line up with a typical autistic case, which I don't really think there's a typical autistic case, but there are like different specific signs that people look for, I assume, when diagnosing that. Um, and so that's why she wants to get him tested. So she, I think that like the, I don't know, the Scantron tests he was doing were like, I don't like probably to diagnose different types of like disabilities. Um, and obviously he gets all of them right, so we don't really understand. I mean, I guess the implication is, like, he's just very smart. Um, and then the 97% of the brain is like, oh, if he can use all his brain, then he'll get all the test questions right, I guess. Wasn't there some movie, like, Hannah? Was it Hannah oh, or something? Like Limitless, where she... right? Sorry, go ahead. There was, like, some movie with, like, Scarlett Johansson or something where she, like, uses all of her brain. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, I forgot what it was. Lucy? Wait, Lucy. Lucy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't that what Limitless is as well? Like, Limitless, you, like, take the Limitless drug and then you use all of your brain or something? Oh, I can't remember. I remember, like, you take the drug and you become, like, super smart. Right, I I think that's the similar thing Mm. where, like, you take that and then you get to use all of your brain. Yeah. But I think people are like, oh, it doesn't really make sense. Because, yeah, like, like you use different parts of your brain to do different things. Yeah, it's I did like, read that that's, like, a fake thing. Like, yeah, like, why would you use, use all, all of <laughs> yeah. yeah, just not at one time. Yeah, I feel like they just say that to make them seem like they're smart. Like, oh, this yeah. is a smart character. They use right. 97% of their brain. Yeah, and, like, us dum-dums are like, okay, sounds sounds legit. <laughs> um, but then we see a Lori sneaks out for a party, and Kyle's like, well, this looks fun. Let's do this. Um, but, like, he's he's down in the kitchen looking for a snack or something. I don't know. We don't actually know what he's doing. But he's, like, amazed by the fridge light. And I was like, honestly, same, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, like, open find, and shut. Yeah, find me shut. at midnight just opening the fridge looking at the light. <laughs> At the party, Kyle gets drunk and throws up. The cops show up and shut down the party and drag Lori away. Kyle sees this and walks through the sliding glass door to save her. The cop lets go of Lori and tries to grab Kyle, but he outsmarts them. Kyle carries Lori home. Kyle goes to Nicole and Steven's room and Nicole helps him get cleaned up. He asks Nicole what he is and she says he's a special boy and a human being. He knows that she doesn't know what he is. This was sad, too. I know. Poor Kyle. They keep, they like, are just like feeding him like alcohol and stuff. And he like doesn't know what it is. He was like, just like, because he got to the party and he's like, well, I'm thirsty. These people are drinking whatever this is. I'm going to drink it, too. So he like goes to the keg and just like drinks from the keg. And he's like, well, that didn't make me feel good. And so he just like throws up. And then everyone, because no one knows who he is, right? So every, and, and Lori doesn't even know she's there, which is, like, very concerning that she didn't, like, notice someone following her all the way to a party, but whatever. Um, but, like, no one knows he's there, who he is, and so they're like, oh, well, who's this drunk guy on the floor? And it's like, somebody help him. Like, it's so sad. Yeah, and they're all laughing at him. Like, Ugh, why? So mean. And then, and, like, the cops show up. 
And then it's like so odd because like the cops show up and everyone runs away, but then everyone just like stands there yeah. and like watches. <laughs> you know, when the cop is trying to arrest Lori. Yeah, but it's also unclear why they're trying to arrest Lori. Other people around, like yeah, it's, why, why? I think she was pretty sloppy, but like she wasn't dangerous or anything. That's like so weird. And like everyone's like, she didn't do anything, let her go. And it's like, yeah, what are you doing? Like, you get off on just, like, arresting teenagers for no reason. Okay. Um, but then Kyle has, like, somewhat of, like, a protective instinct, it seems, for her. And he's like, I got to get to her. And there is a glass door in between us. And I don't care about that glass door. I'm going to walk right through it. And he's, like, totally unfazed. I know. I was like, this is wild. It is It is wild. Because <laughs> just walking into a glass window probably shouldn't be enough to break it. Like, is you know? it implying that he is, like, extra, like, is he, like, Superman? Like, he's, like, very, like, dense or something? Where he can just, just like, like, slam through a door and it, like, it'll break? That's so interesting. Oh. But, yeah, he yeah. gets, he, like, gets to the cop and he's like, let her go. Well, he doesn't say that because he's not really speaking. But he gets there and then he wants to save her. And so he remind he remembers what he did with the snake back in the forest and he's like the snake hissed at me so i'm gonna hiss at this cop and honestly you know like when you you know there's like that trope where it's like when you get into a fight if you don't know what to do you just like act like wild you're just like act like you know like just do random things yeah so i was like that could this could work this would be a good strategy so he just like hisses at the cop and he's like this guy okay but then he lets Lori go, the cop lets Lori go, and then tries to cuff Kyle because he's like, this guy's weird. I gotta arrest him for hissing at me, even though that's straight up not illegal. Like, what is going on? Um, but then Kyle's like, no, 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 I'm gonna grab the cuffs. And then he, like, gra- like he, like, kind of outsmarts the cop, and then the cop goes through the baton and attempts to, like, hit Kyle. And I was like, dude, he's also literally not doing anything, which I guess, like, taking the cu- cuffs from a cop is probably illegal, but whatever. Um, and then Kyle gets the baton, and then the guy goes for his gun and he sees like all the witnesses and then he's like, oh, I guess I better not pull out my gun. And I was like, geez. You know, I was like, this is a child or you would assume he's a child because they're all like underage. Right. You know, and, like, and then he's just going to like beat him up and then try to shoot him. Yeah. Like what is going on? For, was for very... not really doing anything. Like he hissed at him, but like he didn't really do anything. And it was, like, this was also, like, a comic relief moment. Mm. And I was, like, it's, like, kind of dark, though. Like, when you, like, think about the reality of that, it's, like, oh. It could have gone really south. Yeah. If there weren't any witnesses, unfortunately. Yeah, Yeah, and he, like, didn't even try to talk to Kyle. Because Kyle can kind of understand what people are saying. Right. You know, but he, like, he just immediately goes to try to beat him up. Like, okay. Right. It's like, yeah. Then he's like covered with like cuts in the glass. Right. And vomit. (laughs) Yeah, and vomit. (laughs) And then Nicole helps him. At least Nicole's a good one. And like Kyle carries Lori home a la Ryan and Marissa in the OC pilot. So don't know what that means. But yeah, Nicole. Nicole helps him. And I think this is because before, after the MRI, like, Josh Googles, like, what an M- what a what a, a seizure is. And he's like, okay, that's dangerous. So he tells Kyle, like, oh, if anything weird happens to you, go to my mom. Don't come to me. So he goes to Nicole when he's like, uh, I need help. I don't know what's going on. Um, Josh. Yeah. Good yeah. for him to say that. That, that is important. Um, and, yeah, Nicole. He's like, Nicole, what am I? And he's like, you are a boy and a human. And he's like, no, I'm not. What am I? Yeah. He, like, um, he knows she's lying. Like, which is like, I mean, she is, but it's also like, what else would she say? You know? Yeah. And what else would he be? True. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, also like the, the no belly button thing is like very interesting touch. Because it's, like, that means he wasn't birthed normally, right? Yeah. Because the umbilical cord, like, there was nothing attached to him. Because the umbilical cord, like, feeds the fetus, right? So it's, like... Mm. Maybe... Yeah, maybe he was hatched from an egg. 
Yeah. Or maybe he's like a a clone or something. He's like grown in a lab. Grown in a lab, yeah. I'm just picturing that like uh Mewtwo in like the Pokemon movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, you know where they're in the like the glass with yeah. like, the purple liquid or whatever. Yeah, they're just like floating. Yeah, that's what I'm like, oh, and then that's the goo that, like, was on Kyle. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I watched that Pokemon movie so many times growing up. <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah. The next day, Kyle hugs Nicole from behind, thinking it is a greeting, but Nicole gets scared when she realizes it is not Steven. Kyle asks what scared is, and he realizes he is scared of everything. Same, though. Nicole doesn't know how to help him, but she says it will get better. He asks her to help him, and he calls her mom. Nicole asks, or Nicole says she will take care of him. Aww. That's, like, also having the realization that, like, the feeling you had was, like, being afraid is also very, like, jarring. Like, that is, that's a lot. I mean, the, yeah, the world, the world is scary. And if you, yeah, you have no tools to, like, understand what the world is like. And it's right. so scary. Yeah, and I totally, like, Nicole has, like, the motherly instinct to kind of, like, take care of him because she, like, sees how scared he is and how lost he is and how he doesn't really have anyone. And it's like, yeah, social services can give him a foster home, but he doesn't need... He needs more help than just a foster home can provide. Unless the mom of that foster home is a psychiatrist. Yeah. Then he, yeah, he hugs her from behind and like kisses her neck because he saw Steven doing that and thought it was just just a regular greeting. Yeah. Oh, God, that'd be like, that would scare me as well. Because when you're expecting somebody and it's somebody else, especially, uh-huh. like, a child in this case, it's like, oh, no. Yeah. And there's no way to really, like, teach that, you know? It's like, oh, like, me hugging you, like, from the front is more like a parental. And then you hugging me from the back is, like, more romantic. Romantic, yeah. You know? Like, you just it's... have to learn that growing up. And side hug means you're interested, but you're Christian, so you can only side hug. Oh, <laughs> You gotta know your different types of hugs. <laughs> the Christian side hug, a classic. Yeah, but it's it's cute. He he calls her mom. I'm like, oh, like now she can't let him leave. You know, she has to take care of him. Nicole asks Stephen about keeping Kyle, but he says that is asking too much, and they have enough going on in their own family. Nicole checks in with Lou at the juvenile center, and he says they lost his file, so they can't, so they can't help her. The man in the truck has Kyle's file and watches Nicole leave the juvenile center. Uh Tell me, Amy, what do they have going on at home that makes it too difficult to have Kyle there? Like, oh, we have two teenagers. They're too much. But, like, we rarely see Steven do anything. I know. Steven. Like, maybe if, like, it just doesn't seem like, yeah, it's like Kyle has gotten into some trouble obviously like trouble in quotes like he he wandered off into the neighbor's house and he went to the party with uh Lori but it's just like you've raised two children you understand how to you should understand how to monitor your children so I don't I don't know it just I was like what is what are you doing outside of this where it's too much to care for this person obviously your wife like cares about very much like she's you know trying to do a good thing and he's like, no, no, we don't have enough time. She's not even asking him to specifically do anything. I know. He's <laughs> just like, nah. Being, I think Nicole calls the juvenile, or she she goes to the juvenile center to be like, hey, like, do you have, like, a, a new living situation for Kyle? Or, like, what's the deal? And then Lou's like, we lost his file. Not much we can do now. And it's like, what? Like, yeah, How you just lost files? his files. Great. I mean, Wait. but what would they really have on his file? Like, he he walked in from the forest, you know? Like, yeah, that's <laughs> He true. hasn't been around for very long. Well, like, I guess the file is, like, where you would keep, like, oh, he is with, staying with Nicole, and 
that kind of stuff, like the more logistic stuff. Because mm. as- assuming like he's like a foster child at this point, um, you know, like he, like the state is like responsible for him, not like any particular guardian. So I imagine, because, like, she's calling to be like, oh, did you get a house placement? And so if there's no file, there's probably no one working to get him a placement, right? Oh, that's true. So I think that's the implication. Mm. But, yeah, we see the guy in the truck has the file, so he's obviously trying to keep... I don't know, is he trying to keep Kyle at Nicole's house? Or is he just trying to take away any information about him try and hide that yeah yeah i'm not sure maybe he's trying to like remove evidence of kyle yeah i don't know he's up to something though interesting steven tries to fix a hard drive to get a client's family photos but he spills coffee on his keyboard and the computer sparks and numbers start moving across the screen Kyle understands the numbers and starts typing them on the laptop, getting the photos back. Josh shows Kyle how to play basketball, and Steven sees them having fun. At dinner, Nicole asks the family if Kyle can stay a while longer. Lori and Josh serve Kyle dinner, agreeing to let Kyle stay. This part was kind of silly. (laughs) It made no sense. It truly made no sense. Steven, like, fixes the hard drive and immediately after spills his coffee on it. I'm like, great. Also, like, have you ever, like, I mean, okay, maybe this does, is how computers work, but I've spilled many a thing on my laptops, and it's never, like, sparked and, like, shut down like that. Like, yeah, it, like, gets sticky and, like, damages, but I've never seen a computer just, like, spark because something spilled on it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I guess it, like, shorts or something. Yeah. But usually it's, like, not a big spark, and usually it would just, like, make the computer, like, dead. Like, it won't turn on. Like, it wouldn't cause, like, the code to, like, flash across the screen. Right. (laughs) I was like, what's going on? Yeah, because I was very confused about, like, yeah, like, yeah, code just starts going. And then Kyle's like, numbers, I know how to do this. And then he, like, grabs the laptop, which I guess the hard drive was connected to. It's the hard drive of the laptop, I guess. And he starts typing the laptop, all these numbers. And then he's like, look, I got the photos. And it's like... What? Is that how computers work? I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know that much about um, computer science, but I would assume it's more complicated than that. I would imagine. It seemed very interesting uh, to me. Mm. But, yeah. Then we get, like, a cute scene where Josh and Kyle are, like, shooting hoops, and Josh is like, look, you do it like this. And then, like, Steven kind of sees that, and he's like, oh, maybe Kyle is, like, a good, like, thing for the family. Like, maybe he is, like, good for Josh, and I don't know. True. Yeah. I mean, we haven't really seen too much of Josh's school life, so I'm not sure if he has a lot of friends Mm. or something. So maybe he's like, yeah. oh, wow, he can be friends with Josh. Yeah. This is also very like the OC Sandy being like, well, at least he has a friend, Kirsten. True. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, I mean, this is like, al- it almost kind of gives Josh a little bit of like responsibility in a way because Kyle is so needs a lot of help with, you know, learning how to do things. So it's like, oh, like, kind of getting, giving that sense of responsibility, like a 14-year-old of, like, oh, teach him how to do this and teach him how to do that is, like, probably good as well, um, depending on, I don't know, what Josh is, like, used to, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, like, Kyle saves, uh, oh, my God, Lori, Lori. <laughs> saves Lori from the party. So obviously that's good for Lori to have a savior. Yeah. Yeah, there was a previous scene where... Lori's friend is like, oh, who was that guy who, like, carried you home? And she's like, what? Someone carried me home? And then she realizes it's Kyle. And she's like, hmm, maybe Kyle isn't so bad. Right, right, yeah. So I guess everyone is on board now with having Kyle stay. Yeah, was that scene was really interesting, too, because they're, like, at, they're, like, sit down to dinner. It's, like, the mom, or it's, like, Nicole, uh, Josh, Lori, and Steven. And Nicole's, like... 
hey, everyone, how would you feel if Kyle stays in our family? Also, he'll be down in a couple minutes, so make sure your decision, like, right away. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, he literally walks down immediately. And then instead of, like, saying anything, it like, would have been weird in front of Kyle to be like, yeah, Kyle can stay. But, you know, like, instead of saying anything, like, Josh just pours uh, Kyle some juice and then, like, Lori, like, serves food onto his plate. And it's, like, implied that, like, they're a happy family now. And I was like, that's so odd. Yeah. <laughs> they're all just like, okay, I'll feed you. That means you get to stay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cute, but yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely a cute moment. But I was also like, this is an interesting way to do this. Maybe, <laughs> oh, maybe it was because Kyle is like pretty nonverbal. They were like, oh, they're gonna like affirm their approval of Kyle sitting in the family in a nonverbal way. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Is yeah. it like deeper? I don't think maybe. so. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. ABC Family. I don't know. True. I don't know. <laughs> Known for <laughs> their imagery, but you know, maybe this time. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but that's yeah. it. Yeah, that was the end of the episode. What do you think? Are you intrigued? Kind of intriguing, cause yeah, you don't know what Kyle is. It's a it's a mystery. Right. Um, and it was. I feel like it, it's a very classic ABC Family drama. Um, I don't know. Like, a lot of classic tropes come up. Like, the teen party and, you know, new yeah. kid. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I would watch it, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I'd watch it either, but I do want to read spoilers. Like, I, mm. I am curious enough to, like, read what happens at the end, but I don't care enough to watch it all the way through. Maybe if it was streaming one day. I, I saw that it's That's supposed true. to go on Disney Plus soon. So if it gets oh. on Disney Plus, maybe I'll watch it, like, eventually. Uh, but mm. at this point, I'm kind of like, meh, it's okay. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's also only um, three seasons, so it's true. not too much of a commitment. True. And I also saw that apparently on... So they got canceled, so they didn't get the ending they wanted. So on, like, the DVDs, mm. there's, like, a like a ending, like, clip that's, like, this is how we wanted to end or something. I don't know. I forget what it's oh. called. But I'm definitely not getting the DVD. So if that special ending is on Disney+, Plus, then I'll watch it. But... <laughs> I'm sure someone's uploaded it somewhere. That's true. It's probably somewhere. I'd have to dig for it. But... Yeah. Yeah. Well... I guess uh, we can get into who's endgame a little bit. There's not much here, but I I was actually really happy to see that, like, the parents are together and alive. True. You know, that's, that's a, fairly that's rare. Like, we haven't seen that in a lot of the shows we've watched. So happy about that. Hope they stay together. I imagine they would, would. I don't really see, like, a divorce storyline happening. That wasn't really implied, but I guess we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I think they're trying to set up Kyle and Amanda. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, that seems pretty cute. Which, I hope his, like, he, like, mentally develops or, like, is it socially develops pretty quickly. Because I feel at this point, like, him getting into a romantic relationship is very, like, icky to me. But, like, once yeah. he's, like, a fully developed teenager, then it's, like, okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, he's learning pretty quickly. So. Yeah, I agree. I'm sure by, like, the next episode or something, he'll be able to talk and, like, communicate yeah. and stuff. I hope so. Yeah. Um, and then there's no prospects for uh, poor little Josh. His, his magazine. <laughs> his magazine. Him and his magazine going strong. Good for him. Yeah. And I did see him, like, on the character breakdown, like, Declan is, like, Nicole's on again, off I mean, Lori's Lori. on again, off again uh, boyfriend. Oh. Right? So I think they're okay. going to develop that. But, oh, I, to I, like, totally forgot Declan was a person. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that makes this, way more sense. From this episode, I thought he was just, like, like a bit character. Like, he would go away. Right. But apparently he stays around, so. Oh, I was going to mention, actually. Yeah. So I did see some spoilers. I was trying to look up, uh, like, a synopsis for the show, and then it, like, fully gave me spoilers, and I was like, okay. Ooh. So do you want to know what Kyle is or not? Okay. <laughs> you do? Okay. So spoiler yeah. alert, if anyone wants to watch this, um, he's a clone. 
Yeah. Who? I don't know. I didn't get that far. I assume somebody that looks exactly like him. <laughs> oh, maybe his like evil twin will like show up and it, yeah, it'll be that's a storyline. That's what I'm thinking. And yeah, I'm thinking like, yeah, someone will show up that looks exactly like him. Like, why does this guy look like Kyle? What's going on? And then it's like, oh my god, you're his clone. Wild. Um, but yeah, that's like, it. Yeah, I was like, that like makes sense, I guess. I mean, why is no belly button and like that kind of stuff? Yeah. But yeah, I guess it's still a mystery why he's just left in a forest, though, right? Yeah. Like, they probably made him for some reason. Like, why would you just let your clone like wander around? Yeah, that's what I I accidentally read that. So interesting. Yeah, this whole time he was an alien for sure. Me too. Me too. Growing up, I always thought he was an alien. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like when we started the show, I was like, oh, it's gonna be our third alien show. Oh my yeah. goodness. But now we can't even say that. I guess it's still technically like supernatural, a, kind I, of. Like sci fi. Sci fi. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you like our podcast, please give us a rating, five stars on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to this and follow us on Instagram at Not Another Teen Drama. And next week, we'll be watching Friday Night Lights. Thanks for listening. Bye.